This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And we're back for another week of spooky stories and fun times. Oh, you're That's right. our new thing we're doing now. Yeah, you got this whole radio DJ thing. What have you been up to? Is that to? what we're going to do? We're going to start doing like this like uh, morning drive show now. Well, I mean, you're, you're so I should be saying it for that. I should say uh, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the, the spooky drive. Had I known, I would have prepared a soundboard. Yeah, you could have had a toilet flush and a... And, um, a fart. Oh, yeah. Bathroom stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then a, a glass breaking because your fart was so big. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. You never listened to the radio before? Uh, I not... guess you don't drive. So uh, yeah. spoiler alert for anyone out there. Uh, Cody, he doesn't drive. He can't drive. Uh, he's got weak knees. And uh... <laughs> wait, what does that have to do with driving? <laughs> well, you need good knees to drive. No, you don't. <laughs> well, then why don't you? Well, I is okay. it your allergy to onions? Yeah, why are you just airing me out? You're icing me over well, I'm here. I'm just saying it's an internal combustion engine, and then the way they make it work is they have onions in it. I guess we've uh, never discussed why That's I don't true. drive, mm-hmm. and it's uh, because I'm a star, baby. The people wait for me, or they pick me up. You mean Uber? <laughs> yeah. I guess you got a star rating on that, so that's, you know, close yeah, enough, I yeah. suppose. When I go places, people make sure they give me transportation. <laughs> like, it's in my car. star. Contract. I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Wow, wow. So that explains it. Right, 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 right. Okay. And I knew that I would be when I was young, so I never got my license. Right, right. And your mom just drove me around. Mm-hmm. As for you, you've been just driving. You haven't That's even been right. home. Yeah. I don't That's know because what you're I'm not a I'm not a star. I'm a maverick. Omicron's out there and you're just not home. You're just driving. Yeah, I got to drive away from the disease. <laughs> That's how it goes. Leaving leaving your boy behind your special little host. I know. Your I special can... little co-host. I'm trying to I'm doing the research for this morning drive thing. I have to drive around, listen to the radio shows, figure out what it's like to be a daily commuter. You know what really makes them tick. And like I said, that soundboard, we got to have the toilet flush. You well, you're just have... dropping it on me like now. And uh, I feel unprepared. I thought we were workshopping. That's all, you know, <laughs> we're just, you know, shooting the breeze, seeing what works, what sticks. You know, you got a full notepad there. <laughs> hey, man, this ideas. is I've been working on this for the last two years now. You know, lockdown happened <laughs> you the didn't first mention time. It until now. I've been working on it two years. Yeah, we were five years old then. <laughs> the podcast not yeah us. yeah not us no yeah. no no five-year-old should be we're driving. grown men yeah yeah 
We're grown ups. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get you one of those like Jeep Power Wheels things. Then you can learn to drive on that. I don't need to drive. OK. All right. No, I see how it is. It's fine. Don't worry. No, about I didn't it. mean to hurt your feelings. No, no, just... no. It's fine. You know, I get it. You don't think it's important like uh, all our listeners on the morning drive think it is. <laughs> I don't think any of our listeners listen while driving, do they? I don't know. That's when I listen to my most most podcasts <laughs> when driving. Oh, I guess you're listening to this one while driving. I'm listening to it right now while I'm driving. Oh, my God. It's just so <laughs> meta. It's all over the place. Hold on. I just got to I got to go to the drive through. Well, yeah, I'll get a uh, a quarter pounder with cheese meal. Wait, you're. What, do you want anything? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> no, you're, you're driving well recording. Yeah, gotta try something new. Oh my god! No, nah, I'm just goofing. <laughs> oh Jesus! I didn't even notice you. <laughs> you created such a vivid world yeah. around you. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting right beside you. Well, enough about your fucking imagination, Damien. Because we got a guest here today. We got Emma Decord here. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, welcome to the drive. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing really, really good. Better, better than better than the last uh, little while. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to get into it, but today is a really, really good day. So you're catching me at a really good time, you guys. So thank you so much for having me. Uh, we did request that we got you on a good day. Yeah. Usually we request yeah. guests to come in at their absolute lowest because it really brings right. us up. But we didn't think they would be good for you. So, <laughs> OK, yeah. yeah, no, really good. Really good idea on all, on all parts, mm. on all of us, all of us yeah. getting here together today. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, thank you so, so much. We did it. So if everyone out there could just uh, email us, congratulations, that we did it. That'd be great. <laughs> But Emma, for the folks that uh, don't know at home, you're a uh, comedian. Uh, you do it all. You're in um, the Hillary Duff fan club. A nice uh, yes, group that I also am. consists of Uber and Clonk, an episode that we also mm -hmm. released mm -hmm. recently. Yes. Yeah, I uh, that's that's what I do. I, I do a lot of improv with the girlies. Um, we do a, a musical narrative improv. So. Uh, it's a real blast. We have a couple of incredible vocalists on on the on the show um, or in the group, and I'm not one of those people. But I like to make up for it in other ways, Let's such as help. dance, such as dance or or movement, tableau, yeah. things like that. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess anytime you have a singer, you got to have the dancers too, right? That's just the way it works. Exactly. I'm I'm pretty much on choreo most of the mm -hmm. time. Um, yeah, even in the background. So you guys have to come check out some of our shows sometime. Uh, I mean, there is a pandemic now. We are in lockdown yeah. once again. But uh, we're going to hope to be producing our own show, um, hopefully in the spring for a spring debut. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I, how did you get started into uh, comedy? So... Um, very similar to Miss Bella Campbell. Uh, we went to high school together and it was a performing arts high school in Toronto oh, wow. uh, called Rosedale. Um, and so that was like a, you had to choose arts. And so I just really wanted to go to the school. So I chose drama mm -hmm. um, because, because I thought maybe like I could, you can't really fake visual arts, you know, like I could maybe drama. It's like, I can bring, I can bring my own, my own pizzazz to the table yeah. and stuff. So, so I got in and, um, and then started doing the drama program and really enjoyed it. And, uh, 
started, uh, there was an improv class. So I started doing the improv class, loved it. And then um, throughout university, I did Second City. And, and yeah, and here we are. Very nice. Brings was- me here today. <laughs> I mean, that's the nice thing about drama. The grand stage. The nice thing about drama is that <laughs> the whole point is faking it. So that's true. So if you're going in already faking it, you've already made it. Yeah, it's professional pretend. I realized pretty quickly that comedy was a better area for me um, just because uh, I I had more fun doing it. The <laughs> serious stuff I didn't really like very much because I don't like uh, I'm not that serious. So. <laughs> I hate to commit. Well, I'm sorry to break your bubble, but uh, on a more serious note, we have to ask you. Oh. Uh, what do you think about the current political state? Oh, no. Government. This is parting the morning drive thing. You know, we have to have these like little like serious political moments and then we get right back yeah. to the goofs. Yeah, you, you didn't know that we completely changed the format, different of this format. <laughs> and then uh, well, actually, we just got to we got to take a break. We're going to go to uh, Monica with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> um, but Emma, I want to ask, too, because you uh, you're into like the uh, musical improv, like you were saying, how did you uh, mm-hmm. take that route? Because like you said, you don't, you're you not singing in the group. You're mainly doing the dance. So what inspires <laughs> you in that? Um, I'll, I'll sing sometimes. <laughs> I think like what really inspired that was that there are so many strong like musicians in the group. Mm-hmm. Um like for instance, like Sam and Veronica both went to like a musical theater college. Mm. Um, And I think Meredith also did too. And so uh, they were super, we we mostly just like met a group of like, when we met, it was like, we all fell in love. It was a grand romance. Um, (laughs) Just because we were all around the same age. We were all like, um, you know, young bubbly women and we decided to just do improv together because we thought it would be fun we have really similar senses of humor and then um through that we decided like we started by just doing narrative and we had a couple of shows that we were producing at bad dog um before bad dog closed and so and then somehow having like done those shows together so so much we decided that like why not try um, musical improv and so that's kind of now what we've been mostly doing just because a couple of those other shows that we were doing previously, like narrative shows mm-hmm. um, had ended. So, yeah, so that's kind of how we got into it. And it really does like uh, set your group apart, right? Like uh, it's not a lot of that in the city in general. I know like there was a few like Songbuster and stuff that like popped up, but they don't seem to mm-hmm. really be around. So it's it's up to you four now to carry this. I mean, it's such a difficult yeah. <laughs> it's such a difficult like subgenre too. you know, like it can be really good or like really bad. And I know if I did it, it would be really <laughs> bad. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not even going to try it. There's a few episodes where people try and push us into a song and it just kills everything. Oh, I thought you were going to say kills every time. No, it doesn't kill any time. (laughs) No, we've we've proven on this podcast how hard it is to do that genre. Well, we're also very, I think we're both very scared about it. We're like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it definitely is like, um, yeah, it's a, it, 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 you're right about it being like hit and miss, but I think a lot of improv in general is pretty hit and miss. But luckily, 
I like to think that um, the stakes are quite low because you are making it up on the spot and like, mm. you know, and then it only exists for that moment in time, especially when you're on the stage. I mean, right. this here. type of improv this is, is in the, on the internet forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but we, I, I also think like if we're having fun together, generally the audience really has fun too. And we always have fun together because we love each other. <laughs> so yeah. One day we'll have a, a super episode with all four of you on oh, together. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be true madness. That's madness. Um, but I would, but I would be all for it. Um, all four of you for it. Mm-hmm. So there's five. There's five of us. Though. Oh, all five of you for it. Yeah, it's all five of us. So it'll be even more crowded in that uh, in in that car. So <laughs> yeah. well, you know, it's a six seater, so we're good. <laughs> okay all right good good very good uh, but we have to ask you now do you believe in ghosts so oh this is a tricky one <laughs> i i do not not at all but i also am a bit of a i i i really focus on the vibe of the group when i'm in when i'm talking with people and and we're right. when I'm in conversation. So quite often, if the topic of ghosts come up, I am very quick to just like hop on, hop on the ghost bandwagon because <laughs> uh, just to just so as not to infect the vibe. So right. I, I wouldn't say it's not like I don't have a it's not a super strong opinion. I don't want to take a huge stance on it because what if a ghost comes for me? Right. Even though I don't think they exist, but knock on wood. <laughs> you don't want to piss wanna... one off by saying they don't exist. <laughs> I, I know, exactly. So that's why I, I live on the fence here. Right, um, right. I like the idea of a bunch of people listening to this and being like, wait, Emma told us that she does yeah. believe in ghosts. All these yeah. stories. But just between just between us guys, like yeah. this is the truth. This is this is like this is true and everything else that i've told other people <laughs> whether it whether it be that i believe in ghosts whether it be that i don't believe in ghosts i mean that mm-hmm. that's but that's between me and them but like this is really the truth and i this promise you that real, okay 100 honest to god yeah. yeah and i feel so much closer to you guys now that i told totally. you that so yeah. thank that's you. a yeah. total exclusive just mm-hmm. for our audience yeah we really appreciate that <laughs> and only our audience I, so if you don't listen to this show forget everything that we just said <laughs> wait you're you talking about like the one-off <laughs> listeners <laughs> yeah or listen. like people who are like told from someone who does listen oh just a clip yeah, yeah. no 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 <laughs> like if if you listen to it and then you told colin about it he has to forget i mean i don't <laughs> i would be optimistic to think yeah. that people discuss this podcast i guess that's true outside okay. of well, listening well, to it you never know right like just a table talk of but anyway uh ghosts aren't real there's they're another all, they're all there, a bunch of hooey there's another podcast that just comments on this podcast <laughs> and they just talk about what you guys talk about and analyze it mm-hmm. much like uh much like a comparison could possibly be uh how the bachelor um mm-hmm. there's other sub podcasts and like reddits and things where people are talking about the bachelor and the strategy and stuff so i i can see this podcast kind of going there truly yeah. That's true. We should do a bachelor style f- format for this show. And then people <laughs> would want to make shows about talking about us. I I got uh, caught up on the strategy of the bachelor. Is there a big strategy? What do you mean you got caught up on the strategy? Of well, I, I when I heard that, 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> meaning meaning his ears perked up. Yeah. Oh, um, I see. I see. Okay. <laughs> um, I think there really is definitely. Um, yeah. I I mean this is quite topical because yes, I have been watching, um, binge watching the last season of The Bachelor with Peter, um, Pilot Pete. They're calling him. Um, and there is such a strategy and the girls are so like, some of them are crazy, but some of them are really smart and really playing the game. Right. And it's just like, you don't know if you like should admire them as a competitor, even though you don't really like them as a person. It's just, it's pretty amazing. Hmm. Totally. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting off, we're getting off topic from ghosts. I don't really know how I got there, but. So I um, guess they should tra- change the name of the show yeah. to trick the doofus. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd probably watch that show. <laughs> that's what it is, apparently. <laughs> apparently, I guess. Yeah. Check the doofus. You guys should definitely that, check it out. That could be our show. We could do Trick <laughs> the Doofus. We already have a show. Oh ah, shit. <laughs> it's this. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> I I do think that like the the bachelor though, I mean to me. And I haven't watched a lot of it, so I don't know the strategy and the mind games being played over here. Mm-hmm. But you would think that you would just f- find someone and you would just be more attached to them emotionally. Wait, what? For the bachelor? Yeah. What do you mean? To- totally. You. Like, like if you're if you're the bachelor, like basically Cody's saying, like, shouldn't it just be easy? Because, like, you know, you organically fall in love. Right, and so right. you'd think that that would be the case, but, but there's that's, always so much drama. That's also not not necessarily how relationships, at least not like functional ones, necessarily always work. Are you like, saying the mind games work? No, but I'm just saying <laughs> that you know there's there's it's it's not as it's not as black and white as just like oh you'll just like hang out with these people and know instantly that this person is the right person kind of thing. No, is but what as I'm saying the show progresses. Yeah, but it's also a very mm-hmm. it's also a very like inorganic kind of environment that you're in too, right? I guess you can make people kind of like if you know someone's insecurities that's also going for them, then you can really make them fall apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was one girl, yeah, there's like there are some insane moves that some of them make. Like one girl was like talking to another girl saying that she was concerned um, because she was an alcoholic, but the girl literally just got drunk like one night and then was like, so I drank wine. Like what the fuck? Like I'm just, anyway, it's, it's a great show. I'm just saying Cody, if you had a bunch of people trying to smooch you, you would know instantly who the right one is. No, I, I don't know. He but, wouldn't know. He but, wouldn't know. He would have to take a full season <laughs> to go through and weed him out and figure it out. Well, this is, yeah, the full season, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not the person to know this. This is why I have questions, because, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I've actually mentioned it on the podcast, but I am ace, so I have no concept of love mm-hmm. at all. Ah, OK. Well, so, is this show really about love or is it about the money? It's it is about the social status. I think mostly there are a lot of people on there just kind of trying to like because that's what I mean by like playing the game. Like they're doing this for fame. And for, Cody's the biggest gold digger I know to be known. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm in it for the okay. I'll do the show. Um, 
but I know yeah. that they're coming Cody's in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the hashtags going. <laughs> Fool the doofus. <laughs> um, but I know that they're coming out with a Canadian version, right? So, mm. like, to me, I don't know. It seems likely that we would know someone on it. Or, right? yeah, maybe. well, maybe well, I, I think it's going to be a lot of people like not a lot of people, but there's going to be people in the art scene and everything. They're going to do a lot of Toronto. So mm-hmm. ideally for me, it's just always my dream situation to know someone that's on a show like that. It would just blow my yeah. mind. Totally. I, th- I feel like maybe I won't know anyone who would be on it because I do question a little bit the characters who decide to go on to something like that. Yeah. Um, because it seems mentally exhausting and <laughs> just like, yeah. It's also it's one of those kind crazy. of shows where I feel like if you're actually trying to get into the arts and stuff it's a bit of like a career it can be like a huge career killer for you like occasionally there's certain personalities and then that's all they kind of become as a personality yeah it's yeah it's like an influencer machine it like yeah but if your goal is to like be in things and actually do stuff i don't know if you necessarily even want to do a show like that i mean uh, this is why i think that there's a chance because like doing like comedy and everything there's a lot of comedians that don't want like acting like yeah but they hosting. get voted out the first episode host Always. yeah but hosting could Ooh. be a, a big oh, yeah. a gig that hosting. you get from reality shows right yeah. a lot I'll of hosting just bring yeah. it up. it'll probably just be jerry d again oh yeah. jerry d's on the back <laughs> <laughs> he's just so pissed off and like i don't know just do you, do you want jerry to kiss D's the host of bachelor canada yeah. <laughs> money it, same old same old just jerry d ron james and mark critch <laughs> i'd actually probably really like to see jerry d hosting that i think it'd be pretty fun yeah me too he'd be kind of no bullshit i think yeah that's what'd be nice about it. it'd be like a refreshing update of the series mm-hmm. well you um emma have you ever watched uh temptation island mm. oh i yes is that i think that's the one where like it's the one where they're not allowed to they think they're going to like a sex vacation and then they're not allowed to have sex is that the one no that one's uh too hot to handle oh okay okay (laughs) but basically temptation island is four couples go to this island long-term couples and then they split the uh the men and women up so the four women go to a house with 15 single guys and the four men go to a house with 15 single women and they all have to like hang out and like go on dates with these people and stuff. It's And at, at wow. the end of every episode, they sit uh, the people, the couples individually. They're not together, but they see out of context clips of what their partner's doing in the other house. Oh, my God. But the host of it is like it's the Antiques Roadshow host. And he's so no bullshit. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. He's no bullshit. And he really just like calls them on their shit. This show, I feel like this is much must watch for you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That yeah. is that's quite some range too, from Antiques Roadshow to Temptation Island. 
Oh, yeah. Not bad. So he's used to that. No bullshit with the antiques. It's like, <laughs> give me an honest price on this. Don't dick me around. What's this thing actually worth? <laughs> and that's what he brought to like, what is this relationship actually worth? It's the same wow. thing. It, it, it's totally. a perfect translation. Amazing. <laughs> okay, well, that's on the list. That's on the list, you guys. <laughs> Maybe um, that'll be our next show. Antiques Roadshow Reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Wait, are you done with this podcast? Is that what it's <laughs> Hey, man, I'm trying to diversify, right? You know, we're trying to spread it out, do some new projects, keep this one going too. But you know, you gotta, you gotta be a jack of all trades in this brand business. expansion, brand exactly. expansion, right? Yeah, we gotta have the the Spook Podcast Network of shows that we do. <laughs> Just you and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. awful. <laughs> Well, someone's listening right now. <laughs> yeah, they listen to this show. They don't want more. You don't know. They're, we're probably <laughs> barely holding them on. <laughs> That's true. Well, maybe if we had more content for them. Um, I, yeah, I have to. I also have to so apologize for um, completely. I just answered the ghost question and then shifted hard towards the bachelor. <laughs> That's okay. So. So I, apologies. Do you believe that in bachelors? <laughs> I I do. I do believe in bachelors. Wow. I believe they exist. Yeah. Wow. Tons of you guys out there. <laughs> um. Do you, um because like Damien's a non-believer of ghosts too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Not real. Yeah. Fake news. I'm the only believer in the room, I guess, right now. Huh. Uh, but like have you ever had something like in your childhood or whatever that you thought at the time might have been a paranormal experience um yes i think um but it was just like i I mean this is this podcast is is spooked it's about scary stories but this was like a camp when i was in summer camp we had this uh scary story that they told and i used to i used to think that i was like seeing things but also your mind plays tricks on you when you look out into the forest from your cabin window, you see. Mm. Um, but the story was that there was a kid from boys camp who got teased like so, so hard um, by all the other guys in his cabin because he had a lazy eye. Um, and so uh, the kids, like they just teased him and said like, you have a lazy eye. Hey, like lazy eye kids, stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, uh, he disappears. Okay. He disappears one night and all the boys are like, holy shit. Like where'd the lazy eye kid go? Um, we, we didn't, (laughs) (laughs) I think he does have a name, but I can't remember it. (laughs) They Um, don't know it. I I mean, I wonder where he went. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder why he left. (laughs) They basically, so he, 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 presumably he just ran into the forest. Because we're we're at camp, right? We're we're out in the forest. Not much, not much else out there. If you run away from camp, right? Mm-hmm. And so he runs away. Uh, the kids are freaking out. The mentors are freaking out. They're like, "God, where'd the lazy eye kid go?" Like, <laughs> not even the mentors <laughs> know. <it's there. laughs> where'd the lazy eye kid go? We have no idea. Um, and then, then. This is where it starts to get crazy. The boys are in the cabin one night, okay? Lazy Eye Kid's gone. He's been missing for 24 hours. No one even knows where he is. Did they call um, the police? Yeah, yeah, they called the police. Police okay. couldn't find him. Police couldn't find him. Okay. He got pretty far. Um, and so 
then they hear they hear rustling outside the cabin they say oh my god like what the what the heck could that be hopefully maybe a porcupine maybe uh maybe a bear so they they go check it out and they they see nothing and they're like huh maybe i guess it was a porcupine or a bear and then they hear creaking steps coming steps like creaky steps and then they're like "Uh oh that's really sounds like footsteps and so they go out and they check it out they see nothing and then the the number one bully <laughs> the biggest bully about the lazy eye <laughs> is asleep in his bunk and he's on the bottom bunk uh and really important detail because it means he can see out the window and that's important because he looks out the window and what does he see two bloodshot glowing red eyes at his window and one of the eyes is lazy. It was the lazy eye kid. And he still roams. He still roams. The legend of him lives on. He roams in the forest. His spirit will haunt any kid who ever bullies anyone at camp. Well, I got two things to say about that. First, completely unbelievable that the biggest bully would take the bottom bunk. That's not <laughs> He's taking the top bunk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't want the top bunk. Yeah, You always want the top bunk. Nobody wants the bottom bunk. Losers want the bottom bunk. Yeah. Yeah. Because when the big bully, when the, when the big bully wants to get out of bed, he jumps down like a freaking. Have you ever watched boss. like any movie, like any prison movie where they're just like, I got top. And then the, the bum has to sleep underneath. That's every movie is like that. I mean, because nobody wants the bottom bunk. Nobody. And then the glowing red eyes. He was just tired from running around the forest all the time. So he just. Had yeah. And maybe. And maybe from crying his little lazy eyes out. Totally. That's why they were red. So have you ever yeah. slept on a top bunk though? Yes. Did you not fall off? No, because I'm not stupid. Oh, I did. <laughs> you fell off a top <laughs> bunk? Yeah. When? I'm rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> I, for some reason, I had a bunk bed when I was a kid. I did too. And I didn't have a sibling. And I anything. mostly slept on the top bunk. The bottom bunk was for losers. I slept on the <laughs> bottom bunk because I kept falling off. Well, there you go. For losers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Falling off of a falling off of a top bunk. Wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. Did you not have like a little <laughs> railing? Uh no. Oh, your parents gave you an unsafe bunk bed too, then. Uh it was the bunk bed for daredevils, for for thrill seekers. Yeah. Total badasses. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't have the child uh railing. I was 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Right after you came back from school, you stayed at home for a while and slept on the top bunk. I did, I think, hear a story, and I don't know if this is true, but for some reason, I'm recalling it now that my uh, cousins had a bunk bed, and my younger cousin peed his top bunk, and it like dripped down on my how much pee was that? Oh, wow, that's got to be so much pee. To soak th- or a very thin mattress. <laughs> I don't know. What did he like? Cut a hole in the middle and then pee through the hole. Maybe, maybe it was like a, a like liquid resistant mattress, so all of it pooled up and spilled out the yeah, side. Maybe, yeah. And then it just like rained down. <laughs> and then it ran down like a waterfall. <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. It, it, now it doesn't sound so bad, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be you on the bottom bunk getting it, so <laughs> that's why you sleep on the top. <laughs> I, I think yeah, that... so you can just be the pisser, not the not the piss receiver. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the wide receiver. I 
I think that the lazy eye kid story was just a anti-bullying campaign by the <laughs> the people running. I don't know. It. I was pretty certain. I was pretty certain the spirit of the lazy eye kid might might find me in in my bunk and in my in my I was all yeah in my cabin with the girls. You know, even Were though you bullying someone. What are those glowing red eyes behind you? Don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> um. No, I, I I wasn't bullying anyone. I I wasn't at, at the very at the very most. I maybe was a bystander. <laughs> I may at the yeah, very means, most. That means you were um, complicit. So <laughs> that's the lesson. But there. I but I really would look out when I first heard that story. Mind you, it was told in a way scarier way than I was able to tell it. Like the names that the people remembered the names, you know. Yeah. Um. It's it's all blurry. My camp experience is quite blurry for me, but. I did at some points like look out my window and really think that I saw something, some, some glowing red lazy eyes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, in general, I always thought that like uh, camps and like going to camp was like just a thing in movies when I was growing up because I right. never, I never knew anyone that went to camp. I didn't yeah. go to camp. I never <laughs> heard about like, I heard no yeah. camping like, mm-hmm. Your parents would take you to a like. Yeah, but a, you never did like a summer camp. No. Yeah. It sounds. Uh, it sounds like I might have been a whole different person had I done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It changes you. Mm-hmm. It really changes you. <laughs> um. No, I. I. Yeah. I. I feel like I knew a few people who went to camp, but I remember like hearing that my parents were sending me to overnight camp, and I was like, "What the hell? Like, what? What is this?" What is this going to be like? But then, but then, yeah, it was, uh, it was, I was changed for the better. I was, mm. I was changed for the better. My, my opinions on ghosts and spirits was even was more, uh, more formulated um, <laughs> after that. <laughs> I feel like I it's... did. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was no. going to say, I did, I did watch a show between two. This is around the camp time. So I think that that was probably the peak of me believing in spirits and ghosts and things. Um, and that show is called Supernatural. Have you ever heard of this show? Mm-hmm. Like the the one that's filmed out in BC, right? Like the CW yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's had like 20 seasons or something. Yeah, it's a big but I show. Remember, I remember watching it and being like, because they really believe in ghosts. They actually fight the supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the whole that's premise? actually their job. That's the whole premise of the show you see. Um, I, was, I was cut out of a scene on that show. <laughs> they, oh wow i i got the money and didn't get the results did you see the ghost of his career in it yeah so <laughs> that was it for me <laughs> okay that's bragging right brag alert <laughs> um but yeah but yeah the, they the one thing i didn't get about that um damien you might relate with this um mm. is that ghosts if they're ghosts and they can walk through walls and stuff they cannot grab you they can't move stuff how can they do that? They can't just switch it on and off. That's just not fair. And that just doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're going by the logic of like them being real to begin with, then you kind of have to like throw out all logic anyway. Right. So <laughs> I guess they can affect physical things somehow. That's you know, actually people, an excellent point. People give the bullshit. Like, <laughs> well, they, they affect energies and stuff. I'm like, oh, well, they don't. And we were literally just going by what i say no no but that's what people say you're one of those people over here isn't there also like 
there's like a device where it's like they can sense like the colder because they say ghosts or spirits are cold and i'm like <laughs> you're in a, i'm like you're in a pretty drafty building yeah you're just, i mean <laughs> yeah presumably you're just hitting a, a cold spot any and ghost like, yeah, spirits. detecting equipment is such bullshit it's such a scam <laughs> it, well it, it all has other purposes right like all of those there's no actual i don't think any actual like ghost detecting equipment it's like well, equipment for now, something else that people use well i think now there is really it's like with, spatulas with the, with the, with like, the internet yeah, now with the way the internet is now, I wouldn't be surprised if people make it specifically for that. Like it might originally have been for something else, but they're like, oh, yeah, this is a, this, you know, it's purpose built for that. Well, I guess the Ouija board is a ghost specific. Right. 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 Oh, yeah. Ouija yeah. board. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. We have one here, but Damien's too scared to pull it out. I'm ready to do it anytime you want. My sister, actually, I found out. She she said she doesn't want a Ouija board because she doesn't like the vibe of it. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I don't want one in the house. I'm like, why? It's, <laughs> it's made by a board game company. You'll be fine. I'm, I'm going to bring her one. I wasn't allowed to have yeah. one when I was a kid because my mom didn't want it in the house. Well, I'm bringing one to my sister. I don't care what she says. Are you bringing mine? Yeah, I'll bring yours. I don't care. Which one you got? <laughs> Let's do it. I your told, your I told mom, you. Your mom didn't want one in the house? No. Yeah. Uh, so you come from a long line of ghost believers. Yeah. Well, I actually I watched as my parents started believing in ghosts, oh. which was weird. Actually, my mom did a little bit beforehand, um, but my dad was a really anti ghost. Like he didn't believe in them. And then like as we were living in this one house that I grew up in, he started believing them in the more and more because it, it was like the sound of running up and down the stairs was constant in my house. With oh. No one being on the stairs. Probably had raccoons living under the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking maybe, I was thinking maybe, uh, maybe it used to be an, aban- an abandoned orphanage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Toddler. Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's just, as soon as my uh, mom says dinner's ready, then a bunch of, ghost children run down the stairs together and they're all screaming we're hungry we're hungry <laughs> give us food how do you think they all died <laughs> maybe they went to the, the basement the dungeon and mm-hmm. got got i don't know caught in the, caught in the dryer <laughs> got shot oh. shot in the head oh, no. <laughs> caught in the dryer sorry <laughs> took a twist there <laughs> then got shot when they were in the dryer I I had a creepy basement. Yeah. Like it was so it was bad news. This basement, who cares? You would believe in ghosts, Damien, <laughs> had you been in this basement. I don't think I would. No, I've you... been in creepy basements and I don't believe in ghosts. You ain't never seen a basement like this. Okay. <laughs> I told you. Well you want to go to that creepy basement? We'll use the Ouija board. We'll contact these little orphan kids. In my old house? Yeah. I don't know Did if you... the new owners will allow it. <laughs> Just say that you have a mission. Say we're we're two podcast uh, producers, and we really freaking need to get into your goddamn basement. This please. is freaking important for the internet. Yeah, show yeah. up, show just show up there and show our article on blog to, <laughs> and I'm sure they'll let us roll in. <laughs> Listen, we're doing this for Manscaped, so you gotta let us in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I'm now I just have this image of your basement. 
and <laughs> it is like scary. Yeah, it's uh, like, have you? I know that we watched it, but I don't know if you watched it, the Chucky TV series. I did not watch it. Good. So it's it's new. Um, and the basement that um, the main kid's father dies in is it spoilers. It looks a lot. That's like the first episode. Come on now. Still spoilers. <laughs> It There's looks a basement so... and a kid in the first episode. Yeah. That's the spoiler. <laughs> it looks a lot like uh, my basement growing up. Except oh. all of the ground was also like cracked and uneven. And there was just like big lifts of rock when you're like, you oh. wouldn't, you can't walk down there without shoes. Mm. Well, you could, oh. but like yeah. it wouldn't, you would be better off walking on the sidewalk. I just like to imagine that the basement was actually a completely finished basement and then just like the Wi-Fi didn't reach down there. And that's why it's so scary. Because <laughs> if you don't, if you don't have time to be on Facebook or MSN Messenger, that's when your mind starts playing tricks on you. That's true. Because you're not distracted by technology. Oh, yeah. You're talking to your friends. You ask them a question and they're not answering right away. Something's up. Well, that's the secret. Mine's going to unravel. That big internet doesn't want you to know but you know like back in the day when people had dial-up internet it made all those sounds it was actually yeah. the sounds of ghosts and spirits connecting you to the internet but they've since been able to suppress them so we don't have to listen to them whine anymore <laughs> that's true that's yeah. a true story so so but what do you think like do you think that ghosts are scary because they could win in a fight against us <laughs> I'm... it's like think that if you're scared for your life or you're scared of them i mean like if i saw a, if i saw a ghost for instance of like a little orphan child i don't know if i'd be that scared because i could probably like even if it can yeah i could take an orphan child I, i'd be like i'd be like hit me <laughs> i'd be like i dare you <laughs> I, um i think like i believe in ghosts but i'm not scared of ghosts so like i don't think that uh, they can do a lot to you interesting okay yeah. Right. I don't yeah. I don't believe in um, them like throwing glasses around and shit. Mm -hmm. OK, gotcha. That was close minded of me to think that all believers are scared of them. I think a lot. Yeah, of I'm are. pretty pissed off, actually. <laughs> I think it, I really think sorry, it has guys. to do with like everyone tells a spooky ghost story. Right. So by mm -hmm. by, you know, kind of a reasoning, it seems like a lot of people are scared of them. Right. So right. That's mm -hmm. I think that's a reasonable a deduction. I don't know. Yeah, thank like, you so much. Who's dying thank from so these ghosts? Nobody. You know what kills more people? Falling off the couch like you fell off that bunk bed. Falling off the couch doesn't kill people. Yeah, it does. If you fall off the couch, you probably <laughs> had a heart attack or did. It depends. <laughs> it depends if the kid if the couch is on the edge of a cliff or something. That's right. More people die from that than ghosts. <laughs> I can guarantee you that 100 <laughs> percent Yeah. Possible. <laughs> Listen, folks, you're more likely to be killed by someone you love than you are by a ghost. So just get over it. Or not. Yeah. Well, a lot of the time, the ghosts are someone you love. Yeah, but not anymore. They're dead. Oh. Yeah. And famously, when when they die, you stop loving them. Yeah, that's what happens. You die. Everything stops. Love, existence. Yeah. Love is gone. Mm -hmm. Done. Mm -hmm. I second that. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll hear more about that in the story we're about to tell. Oh, all right. 
We all drew positions beforehand. Emma, do you want to reveal what you drew? Yes, I am the swinger. Yeah, no responsibility in the story. You can do whatever you want. And Damien, I drew the celebrity. So I go to a random celebrity generator and it will give you four options. You'll have to appear as one of these celebrities at some point during the story. And your options are Ray Romano. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln. Uh They are the same voice, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Bob Dylan. Okay. These are these are really good <laughs> choices, actually. There's impressions <laughs> of these, yeah. And uh, Cameron Diaz. Oh. Okay. Okay. Just good first three, and then Cameron Diaz. I, guess. I feel like Cameron Diaz <laughs> has a very unique voice and delivery that but they're not could... like a Ray Romano or a Bob Dylan. I don't know. I think <laughs> that you could have a really good Cameron Diaz. Oh, she's like, oh, I'm Cameron Diaz. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's actually exactly how she sounds. <laughs> I'm Camera Diaz. <laughs> that, that, I don't know. Well, that mean, what did you draw then? Yeah, I drew the narrator. All right, for the narrator, we're going to go to can I get a.com for a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get this story started. What would you like today? I really feel like I want a location. Um, Hobo rail car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, One year for New Year's, I remember when I was a kid, I I stayed at my uh, older sister's place. She invited me. She was like, oh, just come come to my place or whatever and we'll uh, hang out for New Year's. And for some reason, she just turned on this documentary and it was this documentary about hobos and rail cars. And the thing (laughs) that I specifically remember, because I was probably about like nine was that they did this whole like big section about how they poop off it. And they're holding one person (laughs) holding the other one's hands as they're leaning out of the (laughs) rail car. Damn. That's gotta be an exciting poop. Yeah. I still think about this documentary to this day. Wow. Damn. And people have different consistencies of poops. I'll That's be the first true. to tell you. You never you <laughs> never know. You never know, right? That's true. <laughs> and your diet constantly changes, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, when you're living on a rail car, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was dangerous territory. Suggestion though. Hobo rail car. I mean, I <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Well, let's hobo rail car. The spooky hobo rail car. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? 
Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do, mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. It was a bright, sunny day. The train pulled up, and there it started to go. It started to drive away. (laughs) But wait. A family, a family of hobos were trying to catch the train and had their bindles up above their heads as they tried to make it stop, yelling into the skies. And they ran and they ran and they ran until they, the father hopped on. And then he held his hand out and the mother hopped on. And then the, the, the kid got left behind. Well, honey, it, you know, I've been saying for a while that it was time that Junior finally went in his own way. So, <sighs> well, yeah. that's just life on the road, I guess. Yeah, we chose this life for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. we did leave a, a beautiful house, great school district. Yeah. Um, tons of amenities just to kind of take to take this life on the road. And you know what? It's OK. It's OK mm-hmm. that one was left behind. Because yeah. we have each other, babe. Well, we all know that the reason that we left was because I said that embarrassing thing at the Christmas party and I just <laughs> never went back to work. And this is what we do now. This is our life. And I'm happy where we are. And Junior yeah. will be happy, too, in his new place back, um, yeah, at back the in station. that town. Yeah, at the station. <laughs> I had a son once, too. Oh. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, hello, sir. How, how are you? I'm doing just fine. Been on this train since Albuquerque. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh my God, sir. I'm I'm sorry to say this, but um, you smell so terrible right now. Well, you just wait until about a week on this bad boy, and you'll smell just about the same as I do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I would hate to be rude. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to step on your toes or anything. But um, but you yeah, literally you're... are, and it hurts quite a bit. If you could get off, honey, get off of his toes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, sorry about that. Um, you've been on this train since Albuquerque. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Where where are you headed, uh, stranger? Wherever it'll take me. Right. I'm going end of the line, start of the line to end of the line. Spend my whole dream, work my whole life for it. 
the, the line started at Albuquerque. Yep. I didn't feel like that's a real starting point, though, is it? Yeah. I don't know. We got a whole big train yard there in Albuquerque. You should check it out sometime. Well, maybe if we uh, we go back there sometime on the train, we'll, we'll take a look. Well, yeah. Once <laughs> the train hits the end of the line, I'm sure it'll back. turn back. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We'll yeah, go yeah, that's just right back where we're coming from, I guess. Uh, maybe you'll pass your boy along the way, too. That's true. He'll be older yeah. and wiser. Probably, you know, have his own bindle family. He'll have aged, aged a few months. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'll still be alive. Well, listen, sir. My wife and I were just we're we're hitting the road for the first time. I couldn't go back to work. I was too embarrassing. So we decided to to pack up yeah. our own little bindles and start riding the rails, you know. Oh, yeah. I see. Work, huh? You think it's pretty goddamn easy being a hobo, huh? Well, easier than confronting my office after that embarrassing thing I said. Uh, it yeah. was really really bad it was god i i i wasn't super ready to completely change our lives give up our son um and hop on a train but god i'm really happy that we did because holy shit it was really really embarrassing so awful like staying the family name oh, the worst i can't even i can't even look at my parents they, they told me not to marry him and and i did anyway and then this happens you know what i mean so you, anyway, it's really good that we're running. You married him after he lost his job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got married on the run. Oh my we, god. We got married on the run. My parents said no, and I said I love. I just want to fix him. So, so that's kind of why we we ended up getting married on the road. That's how all great relationships start. Yeah, long lasting when you just want to fix them. Yeah. Yeah. So I the, just keep ta- staying broken, so she never leaves me. Hmm. It's actually really romantic. I love you, babe. I love you too. Oh, okay, I love you, babe. Kiss me. Okay. Kiss in me, babe. Of, in front of this guy. Yeah. Kiss no, me. I don't mind. Okay. Okay. All right. He's still looking at us. Yeah. Oh, oh it's even kind of hotter when when he's here. Anyway. Uh. Sorry. Sorry about that, stinky man. Oh, no problem. Hey, I can actually be less stinky now. Uh, see, the problem since Albuquerque is that mm-hmm. I've been on this train alone. So I've just oh. had to shit my pants this entire time. Right. Oh, that's why you smell so terrible. Yeah. But if the two of you were to just hold on to my hands and I was to get the old cheeks out the Drop side it off the side. Yeah. <laughs> right. Then I'd be able to just drop it off the side exactly i feel like it's a lost cause at this point though unless you clean yourself up first well i could just take yeah. the pants off or... well uh, you don't mind if i'm not wearing pants right uh, I mean, as well, as... no no I, I mean honey uh, oh <laughs> I, I i mean we're i mean i'm not wearing any pants so that's right i, mean... I, I forgot i'm sorry <laughs> i love i love my pants at the station how else how else is our son going to stay warm that's true all right sir you're welcome to take your pants off <laughs> and if you want us to help you poop out the side of the car we'll help i just feel really bad for the cars waiting at the train crossing watching your <laughs> dumpy butt shooting out turds onto the onto the tracks way ahead of you here there goes my pants we follow the pants and the pants fly back past the train, past the station and onto their uh, little son's head who was left alone. 
and they just splat on him. Back ah! to the tr- Back to the train. All right. Now, if you just hold my hands here and help me. All right. Well, here you go. I'm usually a three plop guy. Okay. So once you hear the third plop, Uh you can reel me in. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll fling you you back in. Why don't you just tell us when you're done and then we don't have to listen for the plops. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I get a little quiet because I get a little bit coy after someone watches me <laughs> jump okay okay sure we feel we feel this train starting to stop oh we, be, we better do this quick yeah you want to poop you don't want to get out and step in your own poop yeah exactly exactly all right all right get going push those turds out bloop, bloop, bloop. that's three we okay. watch the three turds fly past the train <laughs> back to the station through the air and hit the little kid three times. Wow, that's quite an air current going behind that train. Okay, um, quick, guys, quick. We have to cover up our cover up our body parts um, because the train has completely stopped. Um, and and I have a I have a funky feeling that the, the guard might be coming by. Oh. The train guard. The, the train guard. <laughs> oh, well, it's really no problem at all. See, I'm used to this. All you got to do is you just hide behind the crates. Yeah, that's not really that's not really a trick. That's just standing behind a crate and hoping that they don't look there. No, this is an old family trick. I learned it's... way back from my grandfather. Right. Because because. Listen, we, we don't have tickets. We're not really supposed to be riding on this train. No, we don't have tickets. So the stakes are really freaking high for us. Oh, wait, we already you, gave up our son. You we two don't have tickets. We didn't pay for this train. Trip. No, we didn't. We didn't. Oh. We don't. We don't even have seats. We don't. We, we didn't pay for the trip. You did? Yeah. Of course I did. I'm not a monster. Then what are you hiding for? Well, because I, I don't like reaching into my jacket pocket and pulling out my ticket. Oh, geez. It's oh, stressful. No. I'm always okay. scared. Once you have a ticket, I'm always scared of losing it because I don't want people to think that I didn't buy it when I did pay good money for it. But if you monsters didn't buy a ticket, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to rat you out. Oh, my God, babe. What should we do? Well, honey, it looks like we got to go to jail. I mean, we're <laughs> thieves. We hear huge boots at the side of the train car stomp stomp stomping coming up to the coming up to the train car that we're all in <laughs> all right this is it this is it you guys i think that we, well we had a good run dear and it looks like now our, our our days of riding the rails are over now we'll have to think about our days of doing hard labor in prison perhaps there's something that we could we could do to to bribe the to bribe the guard. To bribe the guard. I could. I could give him my top. I'm already not wearing any pants. I'll give him my. I'll give him my top. That's true. And I'm wearing a top and bottom, so he could have either of those if he wants them. The guard. The guard is now outside of the train car. Guard. Guard. I. I there's two on here that haven't bought a ticket. Oh, sorry, sir. We did. We didn't realize that we needed to get one. We thought. When you got to the end of the line, you paid for your distance, you know, kind of like you ever ride the go train. 
Um, kind of a tap on, tap off kind of thing. That's kind of what we thought was yeah, happening here. So. This this whole thing is uh, it's ticket only. I'm sorry. Ah, jeez. And yeah, if you don't have a ticket, it's the end of the line for both of you. Well, we we need to we, we need to keep going. We can't go. To we need to keep right. going. Yeah, we're we really need to get to a new place. My, you see, my my husband he um he did something really fucking embarrassing at work. So embarrassing. I can't go back there. And you're on yeah, the run. I'm on the run. Yes. Yeah, uh, and, I, and and I'm on the run too because because I'm, I'm loyal, guilty yeah. by association, Ride or die, a bystander, exactly. a bystander. I don't know. I'm I, I at the most I'm a bystander at the very most. <laughs> but being a bystander yeah. makes you complicit. So that's, yeah, that's all I'm saying. But, but I'll give you I'll give you I can give you any of my possessions. For instance, I I, I can give you this shirt. I can give you this shirt. It's from the Gap. Yeah, you could have you could have my uh, dungarees if you'd like. Well, I am a pervo guard, and you two did offer it. Pervo, you're not gonna you're not gonna let them just ride for having shirts and pants, are you? Yes, (laughs) yeah. If they want to offer it, then I'll let it. I'll let it slide. All right. Well, here are my pants. Okay, and here. Here's my shirt. Okay, yeah, it'll be on your way. Wait, but I paid a lot of money. I don't have a lot of money, and I paid, and I didn't, I didn't know all I needed to give you was an article of clothing, a cheap and gap. That's not worth the hundreds of dollars a train ticket is. I'm just saying, sir, you threw your pants away when you could have used them to pay your way. I, I, I yeah. threw them. I, I threw them because there's shit in it. I don't wow. think you, I would have. I would have taken shitty pants too. Yeah, we're learning some valuable lessons today. You know that well, you can truly pay your way for anything, with whether it be with the shirt off your back or the yeah. pants off your ass. <laughs> well, are you you uh, all better uh, strap in because. The train's about to roll again. There are seatbelts in this thing? Uh, of course. I paid good money for it. You don't think I'm going to get seatbelt? Okay, well, I just didn't think crates had seatbelts. Oh, yeah, the back behind the crates. That's all I told you. You was going behind the crates. All right, all right, all right. Go okay, family okay, secret. Okay. okay, okay, okay. All right, we're, we're strapping in. We're strapping right. in. The, uh, the, <laughs> the couple uh, strap in, and then when they do, they notice that between them is a dark figure with red eyes looking at both of them. Do you see that too? Uh, yes, I do. What the heck is that? What? Or who is that? Excuse me, shit pants. Do you do you even know? Do you know who this is, sir? Who is this? Do they uh, come in peace? No, I, I I didn't think anyone else was on here. I would have asked them to hold my hands while I shit out the top out the side. <laughs> uh. Um, you thought you could forget about me, huh? Mom oh and God. dad. Mom and dad. Oh my God. Holy shit. You think there'd be no consequences to leaving me behind? You think there'd be no consequences to throwing shit pants at me? Oh, no. And little plops? Oh, no. It can't be. It's my boss from work. <laughs> That's right. I notably call you dad because I it's a it's a power dynamic thing oh. for me. Oh my god. Those those pants, those shit pants went even beyond 
as far as we would even think that they could go. Yeah. We, we take a flashback and as the uh, pants hit their son, they also just slid off of them and kept flying until it went into <laughs> an office building, hit the top floor on the office building, flew up through the vent and into the, his boss's office and hit him square in the head. Boss, look, 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 I, you know what happened at the Christmas party and I just, I, I couldn't come back to work. I just couldn't face it. I, I was just too embarrassed. So that that's why we, we had to leave. We had to get out of there. I, I didn't mean to leave you high and dry. And we also didn't mean for those shitty pants to come flying into your office. That was not our intention. Yeah. Okay. What you said to me at that Christmas party was something that I've never heard in my whole life. Yeah. No one has ever had the gall to say such a thing to me. Yeah, I, I that's why I left. Yeah. And I I I'll take some responsibility too. Well, yeah, you were a bystander. You're a guilty party. <laughs> well, listen. I, I didn't think it was that bad to just be a bystander, but I also will take a little bit of responsibility for being complicit, of course. Boss, I, um, I, I just want to say, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, boss. Boss, he didn't, he didn't mean to. I think he really did think that, um, that that you like had a glass eye or something but but it turns out that it's just lazy and and i i didn't think it was possible for for someone to have two lazy eyes and and i think that yeah, i don't, I I don't said, think that my husband meant any over, harm when i said we're over here i wasn't trying to reference your eye i was just trying to say that we're over here but you took it the wrong way and i, I yeah. just oh, i just had to leave so i'm sorry i'm sorry it wasn't just that you said it it was when you said it the Christmas party that was a charity benefit for all lazy eyes out there. There was a lot of high uh, influence people that are trying to fix and do research on lazy eyes. And you said it at that holiday benefit. Listen, I said I'm sorry. And it's not just an apology we need. What do you need? A generous donation. I don't got no money. We, I have, I have, I have. Honey, you don't I have, have a scarf. Any, you don't have any clothes left. You can't I have, give I away have, your. I have my scarf. I have my scarf. Wait, I'm wait, wearing wait. my scarf. I could. I still have my shirt. Okay, I could give my. We could give our shirt and scarf for the for the Lazy Eye Foundation. If benefit. you don't mind, because a shirt and scarf would really go a long way for the benefit. Also. Are you, are you, are you dead? <laughs> I, no, yeah, you, you, you caught me. What? What happened, boss? When did you die? Oh, well, no. Well, when I got embarrassed with all those executives and you saying I had a lazy eye. I didn't say that. I walked into the bathroom crying. And I cried and I cried and I cried. And then I, the tile, you know how slippery the tile floor is. I've been saying it for weeks that you should do something about that. Yeah. So I went in there and I almost slipped. Wait, you almost almost Uh, No. And then I walked out and I went into my office and I was doing that thing where my office, it's across from the whole party. So I had to walk across the whole party, hiding my face. 
because it was beet red. It was beet red. And my eyes were bloodshot <laughs> yeah. like they are right now. Yeah, yeah. And I went white past everyone and I heard all the little whispers. So I went into my office even more upset thanks to the thing that you said. And I climbed up on my desk and I and you know how slick and wet my desk is all the time it for weeks. It's always slippery. Yeah. yeah. So I climbed up on there and I just started screaming at the top of my lungs. And then I came down off my desk. OK. <laughs> and then I had a heart attack. And then I was I said, I better get my jacket and just oh. go home. So then I went back through the whole party yeah to the front door where my jacket was uh-huh. and i put my jacket on and i went down the elevator and then the elevator got stuck and i was in there for four hours and i start and you know how slippery the floors get in the elevator saying it for for weeks i was quiet and quiet and quiet and then finally i think my tears lubricated the elevator it went to the bottom floor and then i left the building and I went to get in my car, uh, but I crossed the road and it was a little bit busy. And then a car came up going about 80 miles per hour. It, it hit the brakes hard. The person shot out the window over top of me. I said, oh, my God, I got to just get home. I, I can't even deal with that person. So I hopped in my car and then I went in and I drove and I drove and I drove and I went onto the highway and I did a lot of uh, a lot of sharp turns because I was so upset. And then another car cut me off and I, I, wow. I honked my horn and then it was fine. Um, and then I kept driving and I drove and I drove into my house right <laughs> through my house. <laughs> I just I couldn't even think about parking at that point. And I accidentally drove into my house and then oh I said, God. I'll deal with this in the morning. I went upstairs. I went to bed and I died in my sleep that night. Oh, my God. So the pants and the scarf, that'll be OK, then that would be a generous donation. <laughs> okay. We're going a long way. Yeah, here you go. OK, here you go. We're really, really sorry about this. Yeah, there's some death. Now we're a couple of butt naked rail riders. And guess what? 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 Where you're about to pull up on? Yeah. Clothes on optional there. Strict laws in Minnesota. You're going to get arrested if you pull up there. And guess what? I finally got your scarf and shirt. That's all I needed to move on. So I'm leaving now. Wait, wait, I need my scarf if I'm gonna, if I'm not gonna get arrested in Minnesota. Babe, what are we gonna do? Jeez. Uh, collectively, collectively, you, me, and the guy with the shitty pants only have one shirt between us. And That's it's, it. It's mine, yes. You know, when I left my pants earlier, mm-hmm. I thought for sure that we would have a lot of clothes between us. Right. Well, things change, and now we don't have a lot of clothes between us, okay? And the How only thing I have to- in my bindle is the snow globe. Snow globe? Yes, snow globe. It's very precious to me. Yeah. Oh it's really God. important to our family. Yeah, it's it's got a scene 
from the Atlanta Aquarium in it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I've been developing this power what? since Albuquerque, <laughs> where I could shrink people up real small. What? And trap what? them in a snow globe. What? Why would we want that? Well, because then no one sees you can go in the little house in the snow globe. Oh, that's true. Do you know how we could do you know how we could get out if we get into the snow globe? Oh, I'll let you out, no problem. I do plan on I do really want to go find our son after this, so I can't like we can't we can't be trapped in the snow globe forever. So no, 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 no. I I wouldn't do that. All right. Well, honey, listen, this this is our best bet. We can live in the snow globe that's got a scene from the Atlanta Aquarium. We can go hang out with the fishes. It'll be like the little mermaid. It'll be great. It'll be yeah. fun times. Okay. Okay. So. I trust you. Mr. Even though that awful, even though that awful, embarrassing thing that you did at work that really just has nearly ruined our lives at this point. Yeah. No, I clo- I, all of my clothes are gone. And it did kill a man. Well, I mean, that didn't kill him. He died from normal causes. And then it was just coincidentally around the same time as this thing happened. But Tony, I'm also. I'm also, I've lost everything. I'm, I'm, I'm butt naked on a train car begging a man who smells like Dookie to put me inside a snow globe. So it's our last resort. It's our last resort. So, oh, sorry. You're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. Put, okay, us, in, hey, put hey. us inside. Come on. Let's go. Let's, okay. all let's the- go quick. All right. I'll just say the magic words. Uh-huh. Big or small, I'd rather them be small. So they go in <laughs> this snow globe. That is all I ask today. So please don't let me down. Spell. Okay. Got it? Whoa! Gotcha. The hobo walks to the end of the train and puts the snow globe on a shelf. That's filled with other snow globes with families knocking on the glass. A, a train conductor or officer comes up. Howdy, Marty. How you doing? Is this the end of the line? Oh, it's the end of the line. How's it going there? Well, it's going pretty good. I think uh, I miss Albuquerque, though, so maybe I'll go I all get... the way back. Oh, you may as well. That's a mighty fine snow globe collection you got there. Oh, yeah. Pretty nice. Huh? I got to say, ever since you bought this railroad and decided to ride back and forth, you've really made sure that this is the best road on the whole country. Well, I got to make sure that no one's trying to trying to get free rides, right? That's true. Well, here's your clean pressed pants, Marty. Enjoy your trip back to Albuquerque. Thank you. And and who's this little child? Why, this is my son. I, I found him on the side of the road right by the station. Oh, wait. So is he your son or are you just adopting Well, him? he is now. You know, that's how it works. If you find a child lost and alone, he becomes your son. Well, that's the I'm law so of the ra- rail. I'm so happy to have found dad again. <laughs> Oh, you just accepted him as your father. Well, once I hosed all the shit off of him, he's like, he was just calling me dad. Well, you can work for the train line for eternity now. He's my little train conductor kid. This is the best life I ever could have imagined for myself. That's right. And I guarantee you, I won't be saying anything embarrassing at the Christmas party. (laughs) Well, Marty, 
You have a good trip, you hear? You too. See you at the other end. <laughs> well, probably not. Bye, Marty. I love you. <laughs> Goodbye, kid. Goodbye. Ah, well, poop, honey. I guess we're stuck in the snow globe for all eternity. Uh, yeah, right, right next to all these other goddamn families. How do we not catch this? How do we not see that? How do we not see that he also had a large collection of snow globes with families in them? Yeah, we were admiring them for quite a while there, actually. You know, I mean, it's a long train ride, and you know, we never questioned all these screaming little people inside these snow globes. Like, I, I just no. thought that they were just really advanced technology. Yeah, me too. We are snow globe fans. Yeah, that's true. We are. I yeah. guess all will. I guess all will ever be known as is the embarrassing guy and the bystander. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm glad my boss is dead and I don't have to hear about him, about that incident from him anymore. Well, when I got drifted off, I was brought to this snow globe, too. Oh, no. no. Thank you for the scarf and shirt, by the way. I guess he won't be cold in the snow globe. <laughs> I, I guess we're roommates now. Oh, no. Spoon. I wish we could have our son back. <laughs> that was a scary story. Wow. Yay. <laughs> I'm never riding the train again. Yeah. Emma, if you didn't believe in ghosts before that, certainly you do now. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Have you ever had a boss haunt you? Oh, yeah. A few. Yeah. <laughs> a few. Have you ever had Maybe a boss that nightmares. you wouldn't want haunt you? Mm. All oh. Of them? Yes, all of them. <laughs> uh, what kind of question is that? <laughs> Some people love their boss. I guess. I guess that's true. Oh, boss, I wish you would haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, let's do a round of plugs. Emma, where can everyone follow you? Oh, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram as Emma So Juicy. Um, I post lots of shows there. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Emma. Excuse me. Amazing. All right. We'll be tweeting that out at Spooked Podcast, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile on Emma with direct links to her social media and all the other podcasts that she's done on the network, as well as go to the Sonar Network uh, merch site and you can uh, get a nice spooked shirt. What, shirt whether you believe in Ooh. ghosts or don't believe in ghosts we got a shirt for you mm-hmm. you never know when you'll need one because you might have to give it to a train guard <laughs> well or you might be in a party and you don't want to be awkward and say that you don't believe in ghosts but if you're already wearing a shirt that says you don't then they'll just leave you alone and they won't force you to participate exactly spooked, spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!